the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silence. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Your hosts for this program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see the church come into its fullness and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as their Messiah, Savior of the world, and the Son of God. Bless the Lord, and welcome to For Science Sake. We thank you for joining us with the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's a privilege to be with you as we continue a subject, the Feast of Unleavened Bread, one of the feasts spelled out in Leviticus chapter 23. And it's important for us, whether we're from a Jewish background or a Gentile background, to understand these feasts, which are in Hebrew called the appointed times of the Lord. And the Feast of Unleavened Bread is better known as the Passover. Right. Actually, on the 14th day in the month of Nisan begins Passover, and the following day, Really, we start the seven days of unleavened bread, but the feast comes under the heading of Passover. And we know what happened on that Passover evening when Israel was delivered out of the bondage of sin in Egypt. And it's really a picture of our freedom from the bondage to sin when Jesus sets us free. And we spoke about the various features of this feast We spoke about it from Leviticus 23, verses 6 to 8. Yesterday we read Exodus chapter 12, verses 14 to 20, emphasizing the fact that this feast had to be kept for seven days. And we'll talk about it some more, that significance of the number seven. In Hebrew, it means completeness. We also touched about examples in the Hebrew scriptures about the use of unleavened bread. For example, in Genesis 18, when Abraham met three visitors, one of whom was the Lord himself, he, they fellowshiped and ate, and one of the things they ate was unleavened bread. We know that in Judges 6, Gideon offered a sacrifice to the Lord, and it consisted of unleavened bread. I'd just like to mention again the thing with Hannah, Samuel's mother, who made a vow to the Lord, and it says in 1 Samuel chapter 1, verse 24, Now when she had weaned him, meaning uh, Samuel, she took him up with her with a three-year-old bull and one ephah of flour. That ephah of flour was unleavened bread and a jug of wine and brought him to the house of the Lord in Shiloh, although the child was young. And there was the use of unleavened bread. And Judy, we see everything that dealt with the Lord regarding offerings, sins, and vows, as in the case of uh, Hannah, always had unleavened bread. And it's interesting, too, because she brought a basin or a cup of wine. And we see in the feast of the Passover that Moses spoke to the 
children of Israel, to the elders, to take a bunch of hyssop and dip it in the blood that is in the basin. And that blood was from a perfect lamb for each household. For the Lord will pass through to smite the Egyptians. And when he sees the blood upon the lentils and on the two side posts, the Lord will pass over the door and will not suffer the destroyer to come in unto your household to smite you. And that's out of Exodus chapter 12, verses 23 that go to 27. And it's important to see, Shelley, that the Passover was the Lord passing over the households that had the blood on the lentil and the doorposts and would not bring death to the firstborn. And Israel is known as the firstborn son, and Yeshua, Jesus, is the son of God that takes away the sins of the world. And so when we have him in our heart and we purge the old lump of leaven that we would live for the unleavened bread, Jesus himself, so too the destroyer, the devil himself, has no hold on our life, Shelley, because we're bought by the blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah. And isn't it amazing, Junie? We see the transition from the natural events in the history of Israel that Jesus brings the spiritual content of it. And in fact, uh, when we turn to 1 Corinthians yesterday in chapter 5, Jesus is our Passover. I mean, it's not a, a symbol of... The Passover was a symbol of the blood of Jesus that was shed for us. Just as the blood protected us in Egypt on that night, the blood of Jesus protects us today. And so Christ, our Passover, has been sacrificed. And therefore, in verse 8 in 1 Corinthians 5, it says, Let us therefore celebrate the feast, not with old leaven, nor with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. This is the way the Lord would have us commemorate, acknowledge, and celebrate the Feast of Unleavened Bread. Not the way our people did it in the wilderness, but the way, uh, the spiritual meaning of the Feast of Unleavened Bread in sincerity and truth. And that calls for the church, the ecclesia, the called out ones, to live a transparent life with one another. And with the Lord, because the Lord sees whether we want him to or not. And we would, should be transparent yes. in sincerity Amen, and truth. Live with one another. And then the world will know that we're his disciples because of the love that we have for one another. Amen. So Jesus took the issue of bread, whether clearly defining what unleavened bread is, because leaven stands for sin evil and impurity. And Jesus spoke to the disciples in Matthew 16 and said, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and Sadducees. They were thinking in terms of bread, but no, Jesus used that example 
from the Feast of Unleavened Bread to say, no, you're thinking naturally, but I'm talking about spiritual leaven. And in Luke 12, 1, Jesus identified the leaven of the Pharisees and Sadducees as hypocrisy, as false teaching. And so the, the Feast of Unleavened Bread connected with Passover is really, Junie, a message for today because Jesus witnessed and saw the leaven in the, ch- in the church at that time in the first century church. No, no, no. In, in the temple. In the temple. No oh, right. I'm sorry. Right. But well, I'm saying what Paul saw in the yes. church at Corinth yes. was a reflection of what Jesus saw. Right. Even the last week of his life, he right. came against the Pharisees and the scribes about their leaven. And the leaven was in the church in the first century. And unfortunately, there's leaven in the church today. And the Pharisees and Sadducees today would be like you and me teaching. That's right. If we don't live what we're sharing, we're hypocrites. That's right. And so it's a message for us all to live transparent lives and purge out the things that we know are not pleasing to God in our life, to cry out for the Lord, to heal us and deliver us. It's really true, Junie. We need to be aware, number one, of leaven in the church. And if it's in the church, that could very well be it's in me as a person. It says, interesting, in um, 2 Timothy chapter 2, beginning at verse 19, Nevertheless, the firm foundation of God stands, having this seal. The Lord knows those who are his, and let everyone who names the name of the Lord abstain from wickedness. Isn't that interesting? That's exactly what Paul wrote to the church at Corinth. But don't celebrate the feast with old leaven, nor with the leaven of malice and wickedness. Going back to 2 Timothy 2 and verse 20. Let everyone, 19 and 20, let everyone who names the name of the Lord abstain from wickedness. Now in a large house, there are not only gold and silver vessels, but also vessels of wood and of earthenware, and some to honor and some to dishonor. I believe with all of, with all what we're saying, that if there's leaven in our lives, we are not a vessel of honor fit for the master's use. And you know, Shelley, the difference between the Old Testament and the New Testament is the law spoke of an eye for an eye and a tooth mm. for a tooth. And Jesus taught us the Sermon on the Mount and through an example of his own life in the earth, not to uh, give wickedness for wickedness, yes, Lord. but to return love and forgiveness and cry out for patience and long suffering and not to give up on another person. And so uh, we need to pray that we would be his disciples and follow in his footsteps that if we're treated wickedly, if people uh, are not um, uh, accepting us or lying about us or uh, betraying us or whatever adjective you put in, that we would return to them love, forgiveness, and goodness and faithfulness Because whatever we do to the least of these, my brethren, the word of God says we do it unto the Lord. Hallelujah. So in uh, 1 Corinthians 5, verse 8 again, Let us therefore celebrate the feast, not with old leaven, nor with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread 
of sincerity and truth. And we, you know, in Second Corinthians one twelve, Junie, it speaks of sincerity. It is the God of sincerity that is spoken of. And interesting, we celebrate the feast today, or we should be, of unleavened bread, of sincerity and truth. And sincerity in the Greek means purity. And interestingly, Junie, the word truth in Greek here doesn't just mean the truth uh, as, as the opposite of honesty. But truth here has a very deep meaning, which goes along with the hypocrisy that Jesus spoke of regarding the Pharisees. Truth speaks of reality, not the appearance of things, but what something actually is. So in other words, it says man looks at the outside, but the Lord judges the heart. We have to be truthful in our heart. Truth lies within us, and that truth must be lived out in word and deed. And that's how we, as the church, are to celebrate the Feast of Unleavened Bread in sincerity and truth. And that will make us vessels of honor, fit for the Master's use. So this is a very important subject, and we're going to even look at the last week of the life of Jesus, how he recognized so much leaven in the church And I believe because of the day and the age that we're living in, we need to understand that a little leaven leavens the whole lump. Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for your word, for your admonition, for your encouragement, that you came down as the bread of life. You represent the unleavened bread that we should be living in. Lord, I pray that we would examine ourselves and see if there's leaven in our lives and have it purged out of our life that we could be pure and holy as you are. In Jesus' name, amen. For Zion's sake. On behalf of For Zion's Sake, thank you for joining us today. If you would like to contact Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. Until next time, may the Lord bless thee and keep thee. May the Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program has been sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.